Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is John Middlecoff. From 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your... Ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, if you guys like to cook outdoors and you ought to, you should check out the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle. So this is a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge-to-edge reaching all the way up to 500 degrees. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Here's Chris Johnson. You are now tuned in to KJ Live. I'm your host, Chris Johnson. Today, the anniversary of Will Chamberlain's 100-point game, we have a very special guest in the building. The founder, director, and regarded as one of the most influential men in the history of grassroots basketball. Atope Udu Emma is in the building. Atope, what's good, man? What up, what up, what up? Man, I, don't know. I love the introduction. I don't know if it's all that, but well, I mean, you gotta sometimes you gotta keep it real. I heard you, when I listen to you talk, I hear you talk a lot about flowers and giving people flowers, and, and you need to be introduced the right way at some point. It's kind of like how we, as we've gone older, we think about you know the accomplishments of ball players, 
that have, that we've you know watched and been a part of and it doesn't hit you right away how good them dudes were until kind of like later on down the road it's kind of like you man you start looking at your track record brother uh all these guys that you done sent to college and now you're making major headway into the league but first atope i want to just get a quick thought on one of the game's most dominant players that we've ever seen wilt chamberlain 100 points in a game 7-1 a triple jumper a high jumper do you think wilt would have dominated today's game you know it's 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 really hard to answer that with the way the spacing is in the nba now and that'd be my i mean obviously at his size i mean he probably he might have figured that out um but uh, it's hard to translate it with with the spacing he would have been good obviously but um obviously the spacing and and driving and the way the game is and, and being able to shoot the three you know all those things kind of in today's game are a little more important than they were back then so um do i think he'd been as dominant probably i don't know how it would have looked though yeah you know, no, looks. that's a good question but so i had the same sort of questions to and and I, I self-admittedly hadn't gone back and watched a ton of Wilt footage from his early years at Kansas and then with the Globetrotters and then like his first couple of seasons in the league. And what stood out about the guy, man, I mean, he was 7-1 and he was leading the break. I saw him do a no-look, a turnaround jumper. I saw him do a Magic Johnson jump in the air, fake, fake pass. So I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm just kind of like, I saw him do like step through, up and under. I saw him. And then I re- then they're showing me the videos. Man, all his game was bank shots. Like he had this one of the sickest bank shots in the history of basketball before the sky hook. It was the wilt like fade away, funny style fade away, but it was it was Chuck Taylor's, bro. Hey, with no grip. I wonder if he taped his ankles. With no grip. Yeah. Okay. With the thing flipping off. I mean, come on, man. Hey, but that but listen, when we talk about big men and we talk about the evolution of big men. We got to talk about Evan Mobley. And this is a kid that was in your program since day one. Talk about Evan as the front runner for the rookie of the year, his development and what he can be, if that, that makes any sense <laughs> at all. What he can be. He's already something, but what he can be as far as his upside and potential. Talk. So, you know, I, I, I had plenty of arguments early on with people about what I thought he looked like moving forward um people didn't see it um people um i remember felt that he was too soft people Hmm. felt too skinny people thought i mean it's whatever you come up with to you know uh argue the case that he wasn't going to be as good as ever as we thought he was going to be um as soon as he hit the end of his freshman year in his sophomore year i knew exactly what it was and i started putting the word out started telling everybody all the writers, the Paul Biancardis, the bosses, you know, they didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it because the time, you know, remember he had had that huge growth spurt. He was short. I'm well, not short, but what, like going, eighth grade, eighth grade. What was it? Eighth grade to ninth grade? Grade to six, four. And I don't yeah. remember, I, I don't remember if you remember a kid named Ben Todd. Of so course. we had, we had Ben Todd on our team and Evan. now Ben Todd was already six ten in the eighth grade and he was the number one player in the country. And Evan was about six four, and nobody, you know, nobody knew who Evan was. But um, you know, it, it's it's crazy on how like he got hurt his freshman year, hurt his foot, and um, after that, though, we start seeing some things. And 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 the first thing that, that that I really noticed, he could always he always was a shooter, 
So right now, the NBA hasn't seen what he used to do, and they will eventually because that'll come back to him. But, you know, he started off as a – he was a great jump shooter. He's a three-point shooter in eighth grade. That's mm-hmm. what he did. Mm-hmm. He shot And then grew and became explosive. Um, that's when um, you see all the things that he's had going on now because the explosion – that one of the beauties of what he was doing that made it easy for me to evaluate was the quickness of his jump. And when, yes. that, when I saw that as a sophomore, his first and second jump, I, I thought of Sean Marion, but he's seven feet. Yeah. You know, Sean Marion was, was lethal with his second jump, one of the quickest second jumpers in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And you jump like that, you know, no matter what's your size, no matter what it is, you're going to have some value in the league. And he just jumped so quick. So he started getting to the rim. I see how fast he get to the rim. And I was like, whoa. It would just be like, boom, boom, boom. You know, his, his quick twitch was crazy. Quick, yeah. quick. quick. Yeah. And so, I, oh, man, this is a problem. I got the number one player in the country. You know what I mean? Because I knew, like, he had already he, he had got the size. Mm-hmm. Before, he was already a great shooter. He already had great perimeter acumen. You know what I mean? Even though he didn't have to use it. Because, like, when he got big, he stopped using it. So, you know what happened? He got big. And his junior year playing for us, he he shot um, in the Adidas League. He shot eighty percent from the floor. And the gunman dunked everything. Like they Jeez. couldn't do it. He, he shot nine a game and averaged eighteen on nine shots a game. Jeez. So I mean, it was crazy. But it it, it was because hit like no one could stop him to the rim. So he stopped. But he stopped doing his perimeter stuff. All he did was catch and make plays around the rim because it was that easy for him. What do you attribute? most uh to his growth and development as as far as an all-around game oh i'll tell you simple it's his dad and mom because what they used to do with him is like you know his dad wouldn't just have him doing cone stuff you know these cone guys his dad would have him playing against grown-ass men in 24-hour fitness yeah that's the best both, both him and his brother that's why you see they their iqs are high they know how to play because like you know, their development wasn't all just, you know, jump in there and play, do cones. Like they had a whole well-rounded regiment and they lived that regiment seven days a week. They weren't, they weren't wavering. Like they weren't doing it just for like show. Yeah. I mean, like they're they're really out here believing once they got to a point, they were out here believing where they're going. And, you know, the kids love to hoop. They both love to hoop. That's another thing too. Some people Mm -hmm. don't like they love to hoop. And just because Evan don't talk, Evan loves to hoop. That's what makes this scary. Because he loves to hoop. Mm-hmm. And regiment, by the time he gets done, I don't know what it's gonna look like. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it could be it could be a KD, Giannis, uh, KD mix. You know what I mean? It, we I don't know what. Yeah, his it game could be anything. Cause he he's he's got the discipline to work and he loves to hoop. Man, the KD, hold on, the KD, the Giannis comparison, the KG hybrid, that's a scary animal. So we were in Vegas uh, for the, I believe for the, no, I was in Vegas for the Summer League, and I got a chance to watch um, Evan compete. On the I was there. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's where I saw you. I was trying to figure out, was that the time? But but so we were there, and we saw Evan, I watched him, I think what my takeaway was him on the defensive end, his ability to guard show i mean he could pretty much do anything on perimeters and bigs yeah he can switch one p5 
It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And his ability to, 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 to close out on shooters and then recover to the rim, make a play on the ball. As we've seen in the league, um, you know, I don't know if it's a surprise. Are you surprised at all by how well he's done so quickly, how, how quickly he's adjusted? Or did you kind of figure that it wouldn't be a problem? The funny thing is this. I didn't know until summer league. So when I went to summer league and I saw the way Cleveland was utilizing him, mm-hmm. Bigger staff and that coaching staff, mm-hmm. they were already using. I don't know if you remember, they were already using him like they use him now. They were using him on the elbows, on the perimeter, initiating offense. They were doing a lot of shit with him yes. in the summer league. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, if they play him like this, oh, he's about to, because mm. let's think about like if he could have went somewhere else and the coach would have not really believed in him, stuck him on the box, it might have not been like this. You know what I mean? It might have been as fast as this. You know what yeah, I mean? He, but he, Yeah, confidence. The confidence to develop. No, but what I will tell you is this. This is the one thing that everybody underestimated in college. So I don't know if you saw that early in the season, they started charting that stat about um, shots that he altered, but he didn't block or something or whatever that. Mm-hmm. I don't forgot. But remember, like, Evan doesn't – he's just out there hooping and balling. Like, defensively, he's really good. Most guys in the NBA, they're not going to, you know – rush to shooters or do the things that he's doing to play defensively. The reason Cleveland's had a great turnaround too, obviously Darius Garland's been unbelievable. Um, some of the other kids have done really well, but I think like with Jared Allen and, and, and Evan defensively, they've posed a lot of problems. People have a hard time. That's there's so much length. You know what I mean? And Evan's not just trying to block shots. He's going after everything. Even if you're around the perimeter, he's chasing you. You know, he's chasing everything. So he don't know no better yet. Like these other yeah. dudes who just sit around and don't play. Like, he's playing. He's trying to chase shooters. He's switching. He's doing all the things that, you know, most guys in the league don't do. Now, all of a sudden, your team is good. Yeah, and I, I've seen Cleveland go big at times where they throw Markkinen out there. And so you have Allen, Mobley, Markkinen, three seven-footers on the perimeter or guarding everybody, covering ground, covering space. Man, I mean, it, it, it's true. I expect Evan, I think he'll be in contention for a defensive player of the year at some point. I mean, obviously this year, I feel like he's gonna, he's the front runner for the rookie of the year. We've got to see how that vote turns out. But I wanted to talk about another big that came through your program that is actually uh, playing well in the league. Kind of, I wouldn't say going under the radar, but nationally kind of flying under the radar, in my opinion, Topo Neca down in Atlanta. Talk about Oneka, man, and what's, what he's been doing. So funny, man. So he, I, was in, I was in Austin. I got to – I was in Austin um, yesterday. And uh, – he FaceTimes me at one in the morning, right? And I'm like, what's he doing? Because I think they're playing Boston, you know what I mean? So I'm like, what's he doing? And, you know, obviously he's been playing well, man. Some people, you know, I think he gets snubbed for that Rise of Stars game. I think he should have been in it. A lot of people were saying that. I think he should have been in that game. But it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's been his mantra. I'm, we ain't tripping. Like, we're just – we're going to follow his journey. And, and you know, with him, I'm, 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 I'm very involved in his life, obviously. Um but he called me at 1.30 in the morning with some grown man talk, man, talking about, like, real estate. And I'm like, you know, like, this kid's, like, I think he's 20 years old. He might be 21. But, uh, you know, I'm just – I'm very, very proud of his evolution and his growth on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mis- unfortunately, his father passed away recently, you know. And, um, you know, it's just with those kind of things, you know, kids are up and down. But – um, he is in a very, very comfortable place in on the floor. In his role on the team? 
very comfortable place. Like, so I don't know if you see like his numbers, like whenever, whenever, depending on his minutes, his minutes are up, his numbers are up. Like they're like the other night he was 17, seven and three, you know, 17 points, seven rebounds, three blocks. Mm-hmm. And one thing I, I always like, I talked to him that night. I'm like, Hey man, you got to rebound better. I told him, I said, you got to rebound better. Cause you know, obviously he's got Capella on that team. Capella rebounds everything. He goes, yeah, Capella rebounds in the paint. I said, yeah, but he goes, he goes, yeah, Tope. He goes, but I'm, I'm running all over the place. I'm switching one to five. I'm switching screens. I'm playing D. I'm playing crazy D. He goes, half the time I can't get to the rebound. <laughs> so, but I'm always on him about rebounds because I said, look, man, I said that rebound stat for you is is a money maker. Like that's the one that like is going to really you is when you try to re up from this next you know in year four when you're trying to get this contract. You know what I mean? So we talk about it. And he's he's in a really good place, man. He's comfortable. He knows who he is. He knows what he's doing. Obviously, we want to expand on that, and we will in the summertime. But I, he's in a very, very, very good place. Yes, he is. And, and you said it best as far as his comfort in his role. When I've watched the Hawks play and I've watched him in the game, I mean, he strikes me as sort of a, he has a veteran-type demeanor out there, and I think that speaks to uh, him embracing his role. Um, you know what else? Let me add this in. Again, it's just like Evan. Him and Evan both. Like, they're out there. And they're both playing defense, yeah. like like defense. Like he knows that that's his calling card there. So like he takes pride in that. Like he wants like everyone to think of him. Like you know what? Okay, that's a defensive guy. So he takes pride in D. And like you know, he'll tell you sometimes. Tell him sometimes. Tell me, Tom, I'm tired, man. Like even in my in my in my in my, in my little minutes that I'm playing, I'm tired because I'm running around like crazy. You know what I mean? So he's really pushing himself defensively, which I don't believe a lot of guys in the NBA do. I feel Evan does the same. I feel they both do the same. Um, and that's a good uniqueness about those two young players that are going to really give them a chance moving forward because their offensive games will evolve as well. You know what I mean? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You guys at Compton Magic do things or have like emphasis on defense or do you bring in people to kind of show pros or anything like that when you work with bigs while they're in your program? Or is it something because I've noticed if you look at, you know, some of your top guys, right, that are either in the NBA or college. Can I throw two names out there in college? that that I was about to, but go ahead. Go ahead. Harry and Jalen Clark. That's the two I was going to talk about because <laughs> you're talking you're you're talking about two arguably <gasps> two of the most underrated players in America and two of arguably two of like the most impactful players in all of the country. Talking about Jalen Clark for a second. When he came in in UCLA, the expectations of him were still kind of in the air. People didn't really realize the full spectrum, the full scope of what this kid has to offer. Now we get to see it. I want to know about his mentality. Why is he such a dog, dude? He's a dog and always has been, bro. Has he? He's just, <laughs> people about J-Rock, bro. <laughs> about J-Rock. I ride with J-Rock. Oh, like, listen, let me, let, let me look, man. I had to tell Mick Cronin. I told Mick, I said, Mick, this guy is your type of guy. Trust me. When they were, they were recruiting him, kind of, Mm, uh, you know, it was up in the air, wasn't so they weren't so sure. Because remember, you know, they didn't sign him until late in Facts. senior year. Facts. And I, but I was pressing him the whole time, like Jalen and you are a match made in heaven. He's a Cincinnati guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah, Cincinnati guy. So you know, finally they did their homework and research, and it worked out. And um, I'll tell you this, man. And I, I was talking. I was in Arizona two weeks ago with Dalen. Me and Dalen were having dinner. Me, Dalen, Ray, RV, Sue. And his brother Andy were at dinner, and we were. I was talking about how it's crazy because on that team they played together. Remember, so I don't know if you know, but that year Evan got hurt at USA Basketball. What Johnny, wrist? Was it his wrist? Uh, it was his back. Oh, okay, or okay. He, Evan didn't play in that summer. He oh, played wow. in the spring, didn't play at all in the summer. So our team, we were without Evan Mobley and without Johnny Juzang. Mm. So our headliners were Dalen Terry. Jalen Clark, Chabuzo Agbo, who's at Texas oh. Tech. Ah. And we had to move a bunch of the young kids up. We moved up mm-hmm. Dylan. We moved Dylan Andrews up. He's a ninth grader. We moved mm-hmm. Dylan on UCLA, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what, my, my point in telling you that 
that team early when, when Evan played in the spring, I think we lost, we were 22 and one. We only lost one game that spring. So we were on track of being the best team in the country. Again, remember the year before was the undisputed year with Onyeka and Jared Lucas and everybody else. Mm-hmm. We still had, we had most of those players back. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of them back. We had mm-hmm. Evan, we had Dalen, we had Clark because Clark was on that team too. Those guys were all back. Juzang, he was back. Those guys were all coming back. So we expected to have the similar type of year. Evan goes down. Johnny um, uh, reclasses, goes to Kentucky. Um, so we have what we have. Now, people don't understand. We had an unbelievable run that summer with those kids. Like, we only lost one. No, we lost two games that summer. We lost in the Elite Eight to Team Loaded in Virginia and in, um, in um, Birmingham. And then we lost to Southern Assault in the championship with Harrison, Harrison Ingram. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we lost to them in a the championship by one point. We had the ball with 10 seconds to go. Chabuzo lost his shoe. All he had to do is get fouled or, or, or make the shot. We should have won that. But what my point is this we were one, we were one bad possession away from winning it from winning it again. Back to back. With back to back without Evan and without Johnny. Because they were both the, that's but, the, but my point. I, I was talking to Dalen about that because that shows to you how good those two were really were. Mm-hmm. So listen, oh, we, we go to the championship, we lose the championship by one. Then we go to Dino's tournament that has all the Nike teams, um, expressions and, and rotary. And we win that. We blow everybody out in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We won that tournament. We blew everybody out. Like we, we played one team. Um, I'm not going to say who they are. I don't want to embarrass them, but um, that had two guys that are in the NBA right now. One who's a lottery pick. We won mm-hmm. by 30 that game. Okay. Like that, that's how Jalen Clark and Jay, and, and we only had seven players. I had a whip. Jalen Clark and Day, this shows how good those two really were. And that's what yeah. we're talking about. Like, I can't really, imagine. I mean, like they were playing against the best guys in the country and they were supposed role guys or whatever else, but they were smacking everybody. Yeah, but it's the, but it's that style too. Those dudes, they have size. They, they play a certain type of game too as far as they go hard. Uh, when you have energy and motor – and then to couple that with athleticism, length, IQ, I mean, that's like, man, you stand out. I mean, the thing that stands out to me about Jalen also is when I'm seeing him up, so in a, during the course of a game, the UCLA basketball game, you'll see him work down low. You'll see him work mid post. You'll see him knock down a three or two. You'll see him running the pick and roll up high. I don't know if I've ever seen, I tried to say, you know, I know I was pretty versatile, but the pick and roll up high part where he's bringing the ball up full court, initiating the offense, during the course of a game, that's unbelievable. I mean, he does literally everything. And then defensively, Tope, you see him out there guarding the point. He'll pin some stuff on the glass. He's, I mean, he, he's been really an exciting revelation for UCLA basketball and is a Compton Magic dude. Do you feel like your guys that have that played for Compton Magic, you feel like they play with a, a sort of a sense of pride or an extra bit of a chip that they're act, that they representing where they come from, Compton Magic? I think I think so, and I really think that all the guys we're talking about at some point in their career were undervalued, and that's the thing. Like I'm telling you, even Evan was undervalued. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm being honest. With you. Only Yekka was undervalued. Those guys I know are blue chip players in high school, but remember when they first came to us, and I was talking to I was at the SC game last night, and before the game, me and Nicole Mobley were talking about this. Me and Nicole Mobley were talking about how. When the kids were young, when they're in the eighth, ninth grade, they were nobodies. 
All of them. Like, none of them. Remember, I'm going to tell you who the guys were when those guys were coming up. Cassius Stanley. Cody Riley. Those were the top-ranked kids. They were number one. You know, those those were the blue chippers. You know what I mean? Our kids were the second group of kids. So it's like they've all been in a place of being severely undervalued at some point. And I think that's a good driver. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. And I think that, I mean, again, and remember, too, you know, we have a lot of connective tissue on social media. So our kids motivate each other. Like all those kids, like they're watching what everyone's doing and everybody loves each other. But it's even though they love each other, you know, he's doing this. I'm trying to do this. Like, you know, even when I was in there, I was at Arizona State to see them watch play UCLA. And I ran into Neil at a breakfast spot. And Dalen had just played well, and they were talking about how he's the ultimate glue guy in the country. And I was telling J- Neil before, you know, before Jalen exploded, I was like, look, Neil, like this is like Dalen's laying a blueprint for us too. Like Jalen's going to get to the NBA the same way. Now maybe, I mean, like the same way he's going to get there. Like he can do the same thing that Dalen's doing. Dalen's made it sexy to not have to score. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's amazing. It's amazing. The NBA guys love Dalen. They love I know, him. Oh, I know they run, like it's gonna get interesting. Who do they who do they compare him to or who do they give you kind of a comp when they talk about when they ask you when they talk about Dalen to you? Who do they comp him to? Who do them? They don't even have that yet. Like they're just trying to figure, they just go like, where's this? He's came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And I think it's kind of like for me, could it be Rondé House Jefferson? But I mean it's not to I, I don't think so because I know I know Rondé too, and I know Dalen because Dalen has listen. Remember, we played Dale at the point. Dale's a point guard. They don't play point. He played point for us. Strictly point. Like nothing else. Like they play him on, they play him kind of just as a as an all-over guy. A rover. Yeah. But like Dalen's best trait, he's a great passer. Mm-hmm. He's on his hands. Mm-hmm. Great high IQ. You know, so I think um, and I and, and I think they show they show enough of that to where people can see that a little bit, but that's really a strength. Like, his strength is, you know, with the ball in his hands, seeing people, finding people, and obviously being all those great glue traits, being a great teammate, being a great kid, his length. And now the thing that I think has really intrigued people is he's become more explosive. Mm-hmm. Ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's exciting. These kids, man, both those kids, I, I, I get so excited about both of those kids because I feel like I saw that coming. Yeah. I didn't see it. Jalen's coming as soon, and Jalen's coming as soon. I knew Jalen's would come when all these dudes left UCLA. I, fi- I thought next year Jalen would just go crazy because he'd have the, the 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 roadway with the other guys gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, a longer leash. But you know, as uh, glad that Wick Mick saw the light. You know what I'm saying? Quick and early, and now he's getting super burned. But you still got. I mean, there's Isaiah Mobley at SC, who's one of the you know best all around talents in, in all of, of college basketball. Timmy Allen. Down at Texas, Ju Zhang, uh, obviously at UCLA. So, I mean, do you feel like with so many guys in college that eventually make the league, do you feel like people view you and you guys sort of have a bullseye now on your chest that you might have not had before the summer of 2018? Or is it the same? Remember, I'm going to go back. So 2010, we were we had Jahi Carson, Gabe York, 
Isaiah Austin, Norvell Pell, Wesley Saunders, Askia Booker, Mike Caffey, and our team was the best team. Well, there's two teams. It was us and the Oakland Soldiers. So the, everyone wanted to see that game because because they had Nick Johnson. They had um, oh gosh, I, I can't I can't remember the kids they had, but they had they had um, Aaron Gordon. I want to say Aaron Gordon at the time, but they had a whip too. Like so they, they had like six or seven. They, we had our group. They had their group, and you know obviously we were dominating at Adidas. They were dominating at Nike, and um, we were the, we were tagged back then. I mean, like we were, we were, cause remember we're coming off. We had that year, the year before we had Alan Crabb and Bryce Jones, Richard Solomon, the year before we had Joe Burton, Xavier Thames. So that, that 2008 year cemented, we made the championship that year. We went triple overtime against grassroots Canada with Tristan Thompson, Brady Heslip, um, Dwight Powell. Um, so we, that year in 2008, we made the championship and that game went to triple overtime. That was the point where I feel like we became marked. Then 2009, Crab, um, Kareem Jamar, Deontay Burton. Like, we had three conference players of the year on that team. You know what I mean? The yeah. WAC player of the year, the Big Sky player of the year, and the Pac-12 player of the year. And you had three – I thought – I saw somewhere you had three of the top leading scorers in the Pac-10 in the Pac one year, Roberto, Jahi, and yeah. one more player. You had, like, one, two, and three were all we were, kind of the and like we were already having like holding we were, it down, we, we were holding it down as like the underdog cute team. You know, we were kind of still the underdog, but we the had dudes putting in work. Yeah, we had great players though. We had great. We were we were we were owning the Pac-12. We had the Pac-12 freshman of the year, Pac-12 player of the year. You know, we were we were doing some noise in the Pac-12 back then with some of our, some of our guys. But um, you know, I would say back to your original question with um, the way our guys. Go back to that question again so I can – I can. Yeah, no, it's just like – I mean, you feel like people are coming at you guys more now or less, or is it, are you indifferent? Were they coming at you with the same ferocity ferocity as they were now? No, they're crazy because now we have social media. Back then there wasn't as much social media. So now it's like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's talk great social media. But the reality of it is, Chris, we got a formula, man. Like the people – it ain't just me. It's like I got people in my group like that they all have their own context too. And – and everyone is really working their ass off for kids. So you'll see me like, like last night I was at senior night with Timmy Allen. You know what I mean? Like, and then not last night, night before last. And then last night I'd fly back home. I go straight to the game with Dalen and, and Isaiah. But my point to you is, is there's things that we're doing um, functionally behind closed doors that I feel uh, uh, helps our kids once they get to college. See, I think a lot of guys in AAU, they play games. They go and, and listen, I'm never going to fault anyone for helping kids. You know what I mean? Anyone who's helping kids, I'm with that. Like, I mean, there's different levels of helping kids, right? right? Anyone helping kids, I'm great with that. Like, whether you're a lower level team, a high level team, whatever it is. But, like, I think the one thing that really, really separates what we are compared to most, I'm not going to say all, I'm going to say most, is that as soon as the ball stops for them in high school, we're just as involved in their transition in college as we are, as they are in high school. And that's why you see a lot of our kids are successful. So how so talk about how you're involved, how you get involved with your guys after they're done. Pooping. So it's like this. So imagine me. So if I'm at Texas and how many times have I been to Timmy's game this year? I don't know. I've been, I was at Texas Gonzaga. I was at Texas, Texas tech. I've been to Austin at least three or four times, but, Obviously, when you're doing that, when you're going to shoot around, 
when you're at team meal, you're developing relationships with those coaching staffs organically. So like at that point, are they rooting for you? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? When that coach, like at the, at the end of the day, like if, if, if all things are given equal, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? So is your kid going to get a little more rope? Probably, yeah. you know, but you is all those relationship building exercises that are going on, however they're going on, whether it's on my dime, however it's happening and, or whether it's due to my experience. I've been around forever and known these dudes forever and they feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, but that experience, those level of relationships definitely helps the kids when they go to those coaches. Like I've known Mick Cronin since remember Mick Cronin coached Ellis miles at Louisville in 2003. Me and Mick ain't the first row. I've known Mick forever. No, that's that, that you bring up a good point about relationships, cultivating relationships. And then when you say on your own dime, and a lot of people don't realize that a lot of what you accomplish in basketball is a lot of it's based on your own dime. Like you got to go out and get it. Like you look at some of the top scouts in the world, they are go paying for trips to Lithuania. They're paying their own way to Russia to go see some guys that they can write up about, you know, put out there on their own dime. So that part of it, I, I feel like is, is, you know, to be commended. I, I also noticed and see a lot of activity that you do in the community and on social media. And why is that such an important cause for you? Because you seem, that seems to be one of your true passions outside of basketball, right? Am I right on that? Or My main passion, probably more than basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what, man, as you get older, like I felt like, I think when I got my mid forties, I'm 52 now. When I got my mid forties, I felt like we had done pretty good at basketball. I felt like we were close to being like, you know, Hey, we've, We've done a good job with kids and we, we had a, our machine is rolling. Yeah. And I really felt like, you know, how am I like when I die, like how are people going to remember me? Like what, you know how it is, man. Like, like people have been dying. Like a lot of people in my life have been dying. And it's kind of like, um, you go to the funeral, you, you know, you cry, you know, and then, um, shit, people just move on, you know? And it's kind of like, um, I'm not saying that I want people to lastly remember me, but I want to, I want to have something that people say, you know, shit, man, that dude made a difference. And I feel like that's really hard to do. I feel like having people feel like that is really hard to do. Like, I feel like you have to do a lot of work for someone to say like that, that guy was impactful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's my drive behind the community work is my personal legacy. You know, even though it's, it's obviously it's coupled with content magic and it's coupled with hopefully my kids are successful enough for me to have a bigger voice, right. Or for me to be able to attach more resources somewhere. <laughs> it's a men's, it's a, it's a, it's a means to an end. Right. So it's like, can I hopefully uh, attach these resources and do more work in the community outside of basketball? Like there's so many things that like that I'm trying to do, obviously that I can't afford to do at this point, but I'm, I'm working on it. Um, to promote that legacy and create that legacy, man. It's just, it's just, and it's an ongoing war. I yeah. call it a war because it's like, you know, the war is, is to get people in places that me nor you usually can get to, to invest in our communities. Mm-hmm. They have, you know what I mean? So the, the, doing, you don't, you, now listen, community work doesn't necessarily mean you, you need money because we do a lot of community projects that don't call for funding. You know, right. there's still things you can do that, that can help your community without funding. Like we've done diaper drives where we just 
put on social media, like, Hey, like, can you donate diapers? And we did like 50,000 diapers. Yeah. Uh, the community organization in Compton, but we've done all kinds of unique book drives, unique things that didn't cost much money, mm-hmm. but they still like, you know, the, the, the goal would be, I feel to, to, to get a, a nice um, bag of resources to be able to cultivate your, your legacy play in the community. You know, and that's obviously an ongoing battle for anybody trying to do community work. And yeah. But I've seen you, um, you had, you had the Adidas legacy situation a few years ago. I seen you do food drives. Still going. Yeah. I, oh, still going. I seen you do different food drives around the holidays and, I don't know if it was a turkey giveaway, you're giving away clothes, you're giving away all type of stuff and you're passing out stuff. But the thing I love about it, you get all your kids involved, all the guys in the Compton Magic get an idea and a sense of perspective of what it's like not to have. You're now balancing this life of glorious AAU high level hoops with a dose of reality on occasion. Why do you feel like that's important to expose the kids to, Tope? Uh, well, I want to show you something. I hope you can see this. I don't know if it'll work if I do this. You just show it to the, to the screen. We can probably see it. Happy to be home, happy to be with y'all, you know, helping out the Salvation Army. I am a kid from Compton, born and raised. I, I grew up in Colorado. That's on Yekka. See on Yekka? Yep. Baby? Yep. That's on Yekka. Baby. Look at, look at Isaiah. Look at young yep. Isaiah. Yep. On the, on the screen, we have a video of some community work they told and Compton managed it. Look, young yep. Evan, ninth grade. Compton, uh, Salvation uh, Army. That's in Compton. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, that's good stuff, Tope. Look at Johnny the Brave. Johnny the Brave. <laughs> that's good stuff. No, absolutely. That, that, and that... It's, our kids have been there. Like, it's not like we're just talking it. Like, that's a video when those kids were young. Those kids were, like, in the ninth grade, ninth, eighth, ninth grade back then. And their families were there. They were there. And I think even regardless, like, nowadays, I don't feel like – I feel like most of our kids aren't in those type of situations. They're just not right. So it's really important that they see it. My initial Compton kids were all in that situation. When I was first in Compton High, everybody was in that situation. And then obviously, um, as we've graduated to, to the more current times, um, I feel like most people are in a little bit better situations um, than we have. Um, but still, it's, it's very important that you remind them of how fortunate they are whatever level of fortunate they are, you know? Heck yeah, always. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hope, you've been in the game a long time, my man, and you're responsible for sending a lot of kids to college. You've been dealing with these coaches in the recruiting side of things uh, since the 90s and and probably earlier than that, actually. I don't want to date you, but um, what do you think about – let me ask you this. Do you think that the NIL, the transfer portal, and the ability to reclassify is is good for the game – or it is hurting the game, college basketball. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I mean, obviously, the pandemic has changed the landscape immensely because obviously teams want to be older, you know. And it's funny because I watched uh, Texas Baylor the other night, and Baylor won a national championship last year, replaced their backcourt with Akenjo and the other kid uh, who Sochan, Sochan, the green hair. Well, him too. And there's oh. another, another backcourt kid who came from a smaller school who's really at 19 that game. Oh. But completely replaced their backcourt and are capable of having a run again. Absolutely. <laughs> now, can you do that with high school players? They got Keontae George coming in, possibly. But probably the answer is, I don't know. You know, so that portal has made a lot of the bigger schools and the, the, the schools that would normally recruit a top level high school player or even get a high school player late, like those high school players have no opportunities 
at the end. Like you're going to see prep schools blossom. You're going to see all that happen because dudes want to be older. So basically the high school kid, the, the, the super, the senior, the five-star senior is looked at a little bit uh, less favorably than say an older kid that has some college basketball experience or a prep school kid that is a little bit older, 19 and has a year again on the prep circuit. Why, why those kids, why is that better? I don't think I, I don't think it's affected the, 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 the elite, the super elite kid. I think it's affected the kid a level below that. Right. The super uh, elite kid from one to 20, I think is still fine. They go go where they go. Go. OK. They go where they go, they, they guys are going to do that. But when it gets to the level below that, it gets dicey because who are you going to pick from a portal guy who's averaged 20 and been through it at the college level or a, a high school guy who's questionable at, in, in his transition? You know, what I mean, like that's that. I mean, like you're going to go with the older guy. You know, and that before, like Juco guys, you know, obviously aren't as sexy. Portal guys are when you can transfer and be eligible right away. Like you, you can really watch a guy's better work at whatever school he was. You see a lot of these lower level guys at lower division one schools that are transferring up and having huge success because they're fucking good players. You know what I mean? Good players all over the place. And they probably are better than some of the players you recruited that you just didn't see it. You know, there's so many of them. Like I'm going to use a kid, for example, like, He's going to go to New Mexico. His name is Donovan Dent. And Donovan Dent plays for Corona Centennial. And Donovan Dent is a bad dude. Like, he's going to go to New Mexico and impact right away. Like, he's going to be on the floor right away. And people are going to say, well, who the hell is that? And that happens. You know? But how do you, how do you discern the right fit? I mean, as a as as the director, when you're when you got your guys that are getting recruited, how do you sit down with them guys and what does the conversation go like when you're talking about fit in a particular school, coaching style, et cetera? So, you know, for me, it depends on your level of talent. But my my sale pitch, like I had a meeting with one of the better parents who's a kid of a freshman on Sunday night, and I was I'm recruiting him. I had a little computer, I was talking to him. And um, you know, my I said, listen, for me, like as I'm recruiting a kid, I'm like, hey, you know, like you I feel like he has a chance to be one of the pillars of our program and the pillars of our program have all been drafted. I mean, you know, I mean like that, that's how me having this conversation with you lets you know that you're different because I, and I, and I feel you're different. And my speech to him was like, listen, it's like we have a group of kids and we're trying to, we're trying to, get the most we can out of everybody's brand, one through nine, one through eight, one through nine, whatever that is. And selfishly, you're going to make, want to make sure that your kid gets what he needs to get. You wanna, you're going to want to maximize everything he can give you, whether it's he's going to be a high-level college player, a high-level pro, whatever it is he's going to be, whatever it is his talents are going to take him to. We want to be able to maximize that, right? And there's so many things that go into that equation. Parents don't quite understand that. They think it's just like, oh, we're going to go play and my kid's nice. No. You know, I'm on the phone with like Paul B. and Cardi and Eric Bossy and giving you that lane just in case that lane opens up for you. Mm. Right. And hopefully you're a kid who will have choice. And by choice, I mean, when you go to college, you want to go to a school where, where whatever level that is, where you have a chance to play right away. If you're not playing right away, it's tough. It's tough. I'm not saying going against... Not you, you know, you fighting and all that. I'm, I'm cool. But, but, but you, you do want to, all the things that we're doing are to leverage you to get on the floor as fast as you can. That's the play, right? Unless you're Evan Mobley. Now I'm trying to play you in the league. 
Like there's different levels of this, but you have to have these conversations early. Yes. Parents, you know and, what I mean? That kids are special. And do you have the, the conversation with these elite kids about leagues like the G League overseas or the o overtime elite league as a potential option to continue their basketball playing career? We're already having that. We have a kid named Cole Pete right now who's going to, who I believe will be number, I, I, I believe in my experience, he, he's like, Cole's got to get better. And he's got to work like everybody else. But, I believe has a chance to be one of the top players regards the class. Where's he from? Ho Hawaii? From Arizona. Arizona. Okay. And, and you're saying, so what are, you're saying that he has some opportunities or you have this conversation with him? He has an opportunity to be the best player in the country regards the class. Mm. That's what he is. Mm. And he continues to develop at the rate he's been developing. Like he's going to be a super special player. Right. And already having those conversations with his parents. And what's that? I mean, what's what's a, a guy like yourself? What is your sort of advice or how do you advise parents that are in that position? That's a unique position. You have a, a league that's paying high school kids a hundred thousand. You got the G League. I don't know no, what they're too more than that, more than that, depending on who you are. And then you have college for, you know, you can get your education paid for. How do you direct or, or how do you advise? I'll say advice. The problem with him is, is he's on. He just turned fifteen. He's fourteen, Damn. and we just turned fifteen. Dang! But he's six eight, two twenty, athletic as hell. He's like he's special. Right. So right. the problem is, is that obviously when you're that good, everyone's calling them already. Like their people are already like mm -hmm. it's happening. You know what I mean? It's you. Mm -hmm. So you got to get ahead of it. There's not. I mean, like th th all those people that you're talking about, it's business for them. For mm -hmm. me like a, a glorified hobby that I've been able to do and survive for them. It's like their job. Right. So they're trying to get ahead of this thing. I'm not going to name like all the other people, like the agencies and the money guys and all these type of things. Like all oh, it's, it's already happening. If you don't jump ahead of it, it's like, you know, and, and NIL has gave those guys the roadway for that to be okay. And it is fascinating. It's fascinating to see that how the NIL has been working, especially for these big, big agencies and certain companies that are allowed to have an NIL sort of a wing or section in their agency they as, as the grooming ground, obviously, to try to retain some of the services. So that's fascinating. But so as we're talking about all this stuff, you know, college basketball, I'm thinking back to what, 2019, the college basketball scandal. Do you feel like the fallout from the scandal has changed the way business is operated in college basketball or is it relatively unaffected despite the uh, 2019 scandal? I'm, I'm bothered by it. Cause you know, obviously Tony Bland's a friend of mine. Tony Bland's going to coach my team this year. Oh, the, the A-team? Yeah. Like, like for me, it's like, it's like you did that. All that happened because they spent so much money on trying to catch somebody. Like they're trying to bait everybody. You know what I mean? And then now it doesn't matter. Like, those guys all lost their careers and lives. Nothing really changed. Hey, for a year later, it's to me nothing. That's disgusting. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I know all, Book and all the guys who are, it's terrible. Like, irregardless of, of how people look at what happened, it's like them singling out those four black dudes and, and, and when – Come on, man. Like, just come on. And then now, a year later, everything's legal. Like, they, you can pay a player. 
Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's it's almost surreal. No, it's almost surreal because this because I had a book on the show and, and, you know, book, you know, he's, he's a straight shooter. He was just talking about how he was just trying to, you know, do what he could to take care of the kid. Help. And these are kids that were going without. It's not like these are kids that just had surplus of resources and their daddy played in the league and they got all this type of money. Oh, man. About kids ain't got shit. And books one of us. Like, he's absolutely he's a, he's a real he's. A, what about all these other guys? Like, you know, what I mean, it's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they got they picked the they picked they picked the dudes. It's just it's 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 crazy, man. I just it's um it's really unfortunate. It is, it is. Timing is everything. Really unfortunate. Um, the great thing is is Tony show clauses up in a couple in a year and a half. Like you know, Tony will get back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he so. just he just won uh the uh section championship at St. Bernard's, right? Tony's awesome, man. He's an awesome. Yeah. Co- awesome dude and at the end of the day man he's gonna be a shining star i I don't think that's gonna i don't think it it might be it might have been at the time a crutch but you know maybe at as he moves forward it'll be a blessing and finally and finally finally my man i just wanted to i know you i know you got a million things to do i got you on here a little long but um i wanted to ask you about the NCAA tournament, March Madness, and just get your, you know, I know you got a lot of guys in the tournament, so we, we won't hold your answer against you. Who you'd like to make it to the Final Four this year? The teams. Who's your Final Four? Hey, Arizona, Texas, <laughs> UCLA, Arizona, Texas, and USC. That's my four. And guess what? And guess what? I'm going to be the Chris Johnson correspondent. Hey, we are excited about that. Last year, hey, the- <laughs> locker rooms, yes, sir. Uh, dinners, yes, sir. Baby, Chris Johnson live, Topi, Topi, and Chris Johnson live. Can't wait, baby. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be popping this March. Hey, Tope, thank you so much, my man, for joining the show, bro. Appreciate you. And we're going to get it cracking this March, man, as my hey, correspondent. I say something, though, for all the Chris Please. Johnson fans. Please. Hey, Y'all got to give my guy his flowers, Chris Johnson. I'm so proud of this dude and how posh he's become and just his taking this whole platform from really from nothing. I think he was in his apartment, just like pandemic. Facts. Facts. You know, like talk. Facts. And I told Chris, I said, yo, I said, you're like, you got a career. Like, you're good. Like, you need to be on TV or something. I know you used to be on TV. You were on TV. You were doing something. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit on TV, but yep. like, like I, I really saw your talent in this. Even though I think you just did it because you loved it, and you did it because you know what? I'm going to do something different and make a difference or whatever. But like, kudos to where you're bringing this thing, man, because I think you got a real big future in this. I appreciate you, my brother, ladies and gentlemen. Atope Udo Emma, fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill, smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy duty rotisserie or rust resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.